Hi, and welcome to another episode of Conversation with a Chef. I'm Joe Ritty, and I love sharing with you the conversations I get to have with talented and passionate chefs. It's the backstory, if you will, to the food they're putting up. I begin today by acknowledging the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional custodians of the land where this conversation takes place, and I pay my respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Today I'm chatting to Vincent Uzo from Canolet Alain, a pastry business in Richmond making the unique little cakes from Bordeaux, the Canolet. Vincent does a great job describing what these special little treats are in the conversation, so I'll leave that to him. If you've never tried a Canolet, you absolutely must. They are crispy and caramelised on the outside with a molten centre and they are delicious. You can jump on the Canolet Alain website and order them after you've listened to this conversation. Hello. <laughs> nice to finally meet you. Nice to meet you too. Because <laughs> we did try and um, catch up before the lockdown, but um, yeah, yeah, indeed. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We tried them many times. We did try yeah. many times. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Um, so I've read your website, and you've got lots of really great information on there about canoli. But maybe the listeners don't know so much what a canoli is. So can you explain what is a canoli? What then the origins, maybe? Yeah, of course. So actually, canoli is a very ancient pastry, and it got very humble beginnings. It used to be baked by uh, nuns in a, in a convent in, uh, in Bordeaux and uh, it, it was kind of made with the, the remaining of ingredients that uh, the winemakers wouldn't want, you know, like they would use only the, the, white, the egg whites, so they, they would discard all the, the yolks. They, they were, the cannolis were actually um, baked with the yolks, um, that's why they are a bit yellow inside. Uh, and uh, the nuns would make those pastries with uh, yeah, sugar, and they wouldn't have the, also the same shape as they have now, they would be mostly flat. Uh, and they would give those uh, sweet sweets to, to poor people, basically. Uh, and then uh, it, it, it kind of evolved in the um, like uh, maybe 50 years ago or so, with like people uh, adding like refined ingredients like uh, rum and vanilla. And it uh, it comes from all comes from the fact that it's uh, from Bordeaux because it was like a, a big uh, um, uh, international hub, like uh, with all the you know uh, connections to. French colonies, so access to rum and vanilla. So that's uh, that's how the cannoli evolved, and it's uh, really linked to to Bordeaux. And has the name got anything to do with cannelle? Like the? Uh, no, actually, it comes from uh, like uh, cannelure. You know the the grooved the grooves. So because the the shape of the cannoli is kind of. Uh, thank you. You're uh, welcome. Yeah, the shape of the cannoli you know, is grooved. It's like a. Um, Full of uh, valleys and uh, and um, humps. So um, yeah, it's uh, the candidate from from that fact, the, the shape of it. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Okay. And are you from Bordeaux? Uh, actually, yeah, I was born in Pau, which is like in the southwest of France, and most of my extended family and family was born born in that part of France and, um, and my, my uncle Alain he, he got like uh, three pastry shops in Bordeaux itself so we would uh, come uh, visit him like we wouldn't live in Bordeaux 
itself like we, we lived in a regional town south of Bordeaux but yeah we, we uh, used to live in the area yeah. and I was reading the story on your website I love the little um, pictures as well of you you at a wedding eating all the cannoli it was really cute <laughs> yes yes it was uh, actually the, um, the wedding of my, my cousin and uh, apparently I was a very young boy so I don't really remember but uh, <laughs> but yeah I just tried one and I, I fell kind of in love with the cannoli and I, I wouldn't even uh, um, like uh, try all the other paste pastries that my uncle would have uh, prepared for his son's wedding I was just like like focused on cannolis and uh, eating them all <laughs> well I love them and they um there's something about them, isn't there? Because they're sort of chewy, they're sort of textural, but they're soft and they've got that amazing flavour. I just, what is it about the cannoli? They actually are quite. Very unique. Yeah, I think they are, they are unique. Yeah, like yeah. The, they are also uniquely baked. You know, like you have to bake them in those like copper molds, so it's yeah. uh, it's very kind of crafty. And uh, and then you're right, like the the texture between like crunchy, chewy outside and uh, sweet, soft and moist inside. It's uh, it's quite unique indeed. Yes, I agree. And so your your journey with the cannelli from eating them at the wedding, and then you um, so you, your uncle showed you how to make. Is it you asked your uncle to? Yeah, so actually, like, so after the wedding, when uh, like I got like uh, first introduced to the cannoli when I was maybe ten years old, I would ask my uncle, please, can you send cannoli? I have like cannoli cravings like all the time, and uh, and so um, like when when I was a teenager, maybe around fifteen years old. Uh, we moved to the other side of France, near Lyon, which is uh, near the Switzerland. And so um, I would ask my my uncle, can you send us some parcels of cannolis? So he would send send like maybe eighty. Like 80 cannolis, you know, via express post, and we would put them in the fridge. But uh, uh, and he would tell well, it should last maybe uh, you know a month, but uh, in reality, it lasted two days, you know. So so um, so it was like a good, uh, a good deal, but not not good enough. So I asked my uncle, it's not, it's not cutting it. Can you just teach me the recipe? <laughs> so uh, so yeah, he sent me um, he sent me this uh, very simple um, recipe uh, by post. You know, like uh, it's like just seven ingredients and uh, maybe ten steps. You know, uh, it's still um, it's still like uh, on the fridge at, uh, on my like the, the kitchen of my parents. It's a very old uh, piece of uh, paper now, but uh, it's kind of uh, where it all started. It, I, and he gave me some molds as well, so I started to, to, to experiment. And um, it was quite hard to get the hang of it because the, the dough inside sticks to the molds very easily. So you have to grease them with a special uh, like um, brush and a special um, liquid that is um, specially designed actually to enhance the caramelization of the cannoli, but at the same time um, make, make it easy to remove. Yeah. Um, and then, so I would I would bake them maybe every fortnight, every month for myself, my family, my friends. And um, when I moved to Australia, I always had this dream: I want to share this love of cannoli with people. Uh, but at the time, I was so so more so focused on getting my visa, you know, like be able to stay there. It took me seven years to become a citizen. So I I I, I, I had it in mind. I, I had my my mold, and I would bake cannolis for friends. But uh, I never had time and energy to actually make it a business. 
and then COVID came and yes. everything stopped yeah. and, uh, and uh, all my hobbies, I couldn't see my friends, uh, everything was uh, kind of on hold and it, it was actually a perfect opportunity to realize my dream uh, because I also I became a citizen at that time and, uh, and then I had nothing else to do but being at home and uh, start something. Um, so yeah, I started uh, creating the website and all the drawings that you can see on my website are actually from my uh, sister's uh, boyfriend, like he's very good at drawing. So um, yeah, I, I, I put, put uh, it, it took shape and um, um, and yeah, it's, it started very humbly, slowly, still very small, but like it, it's going into like uh, popularity and people really like it. So uh, I'm very pleased with it. It's yeah. Very, um, and it's, yeah, and it's getting, getting bigger, you've got a team now. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm getting a team, it's very early days, but uh, yeah, I have very good feedback um, and um, yeah, and, yeah, I think it was also a nice, a nice way to go through COVID because I could bring some joy to people pleasure you know like uh, like it was a kind of a covid treat and uh, yeah, people right. would <laughs> you know order it i would deliver it it it, it kept me connected uh, in a way uh, yeah. while being like locked in yeah so, absolutely. Uh, yeah and the kind of i mean do you have to be pure about them you can't add other flavors and things is it always the rum and vanilla or do do people you know are there variations <laughs> yeah i mean i'm kind of a Purist, mm. like uh, I, I want to pay tribute to Alain. So Alain, like if the people don't know, but he passed away like uh, two years ago. Mm. So I also created the, the the company in his tribute. So it's called Canole Alain for that reason. It's uh, because it all comes from him. Mm -hmm. um, and um, so he taught me like the original recipe was actually part of a Canole club uh, in Bordeaux, like the Confrérie du Canole. So it's like. Uh, maybe a group of 20, you know, uh, chefs, pastry chefs in, in Bordeaux that are so passionate, like, uh, about cannolis that they, they, they have this club that kind of uh, holds um, the, the perfect cannoli concept, you know? So, um, <laughs> so, French. so uh, yeah, so, um, so I don't want, I don't want to, to, to stray away from it. I, I want to keep um, sharing that uh, original recipe, rum and vanilla, and actually, um, I had to adapt a little, I mean, find local ingredients, you know, so my, I could find French rum imported here. Uh, my, 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 the vanilla comes from Madagascar, which is usually what's used by French pastry chefs. But then the flour and the sugar, I mean, it's all uh, Australian, right? But um, yeah, it's, I try to, to make it a local original version, if, you, if I would say. Um, but, but I'm also innovative, you know, I, I have the original traditional recipe but uh, I'm also listening to the customers uh, needs and um, so like the Asian community in Australia is actually quite big and one of my customers uh, actually asked me can you do other flavors Vincent and I said uh, yeah yeah what do you want and I said I'd like to get pandan cannoli I didn't even know what pandan was <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so I experimented for a few weeks, like uh, tweaking the, the, with the pandan leaves and how to get the right uh, texture and balance of flavors. And then, uh, yeah, he was happy with it. And uh, he sells them at his cafe now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Gosh. Yeah. So where can people buy them? So they, they can buy them on my website, uh, or uh, I'm also partnering with uh, cafes uh, in the city. 
So there, there is one called the uh, Hikari that just opened uh, in the CBD in Swanson Street and just in front of the uh, library. And then the, the Asian customer I was talking about is in Glen Waverley. So um, it's actually one of the objectives now that everything has reopened is to partner up with more cafes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so far I have two, two solid cafe partners. Uh, but uh, I'm, 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 I'm confident uh, we're going to have more in the, in the future. Yeah, and they would be a beautiful thing for weddings as well, wouldn't they? Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> full circle. Yeah, <laughs> actually I'm working on a project where, um, you know, pièce montée, pièce montée yes. in, in French, it's a... Uh, um, croquant Yeah, croquant bouche, it's like a, yeah, a, a dessert composition with uh, tiered uh, layers, and usually it's made with uh, puffed pastry but I'd like to make a candle version of it mm. so I'm actually working on a, a nougatin recipe to create the, the tears and then I have uh, three sizes of cannolis, the big, medium and small. So I'd like to play with those uh, shapes and uh, uh, to, to create like a kind of a croque-en-bouche, uh, pièce montée, cannoli uh, version. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and cater to weddings. Actually, one of my first clients in Melbourne was um, for a friend's wedding. She ordered like uh, 200 cannolis. Nobody at the wedding knew what it was, <laughs> but uh, they liked it. Yeah. And uh, it was like, you know, placed on a, like a, uh, tables and stuff, but uh, I'd like to make it uh, more uh, um, uh, yeah, enticing by creating a, a, um, a full composition. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. I think it's pretty. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Conversation with a Chef with Vincent Uzul. If you want to experience all the greatness for yourself, which of course you do, you can follow Vincent on Instagram at Canole Alain, that is C-A-N-E-L-E-A-L-A-I-N and see what Vincent is up to for yourself. As for me, I'm also on Instagram at Conversation with a Chef and if you want to read the chat, you can head to www.conversationwithachef.com. I would absolutely love it if you told a friend about my chats and of course you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or click follow on Spotify so I know you're there. Once again, thank you, have a great day and see you next time.